Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts, uh, the uh, podcast where nothing is off limits. Yeah, there you go. Just driving it down the road. <laughs> not, not even the word nonce. Yeah, not even the word nonce. Okay, well, come I, on. Let's I hear think it no. Then. I think we should probably get like you should guess. What, what do you think? Do we have to clarify what the word nonce is? Yeah, yeah when you clarify what, what nonce uh, is. It's a paedophile. It's, it's a paedophile. It's a paedophile, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I would say it's a slang term for... It is a slang for, term. For paedophile. It, well, technically, yes, it is a slang hey, term. Oh, it's, hey, not, yeah. it's not scientific. For, well, well, I don't know what it's... Okay, it's what, very British, but... Yeah. but the, yeah. So I only found out this fact recently, right? And I sent my parents this challenge. Is this at Christmas? Sister. It just made me laugh. I had to take a step back and be like... To get everyone in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, the word <laughs> not. Gather around everyone, yeah. yeah gather yeah. around the fire. Yeah. I've got a story to tell yeah, you. But I got told this the other day, and I was just like, oh my God, that's really clever. I, I really, really want to know. Come on, I really want to so know. So it originates from prisons, yeah, right, whereby, obviously, they, they have to separate pedophiles yeah. from murderers and yeah, those yeah, types yeah. of things, right? So it originates from that. And when the guards used to have to be able to understand who's paedophile who's not etc if they're in separate cells they would write nonce n-o-n-c-e on the door of a paedophile and what that would mean is not on normal courtyard exercise so that they wouldn't so that they wouldn't they wouldn't go out at the same time as so they wouldn't let them all out at the same time because sometimes it was dangerous to mix the two two groups together am i right is that what you had right yes that's it yeah Yeah, the thumbs up yeah dude i like that one do you know where the saying touch wood comes from? You know, go, oh, touch wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I don't yeah know where. Touch wood. So, anyway, so back in, back in the day, no, it's back in, yeah. pa- back in pagan times. Same day. Whatever yeah. that was. Well, they used to believe that spirits were in the wood. Yeah. So when they used to say something like, I don't know, I want to get married to that person. I'm in love with them. I hope they love me back. They would bang on the wood so the spirits wouldn't hear them because if they had spirits heard, then they would stop the thing from happening. Oh, Hence the saying, touch wood. They'd cool. have to bang the whole time whilst to, they're talking. Yeah, that yeah, was so <laughs> annoying. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. so good. It's a good one though, right? Like that. Don't worry about it, guys. Um, Ray, listen, also, I do want to, because what you mentioned before about you know your family things i had no yeah. clue about that about your dad but um mm. and you know uh with your godfather and with yourself yeah. you've had like a to get a serious thing you've had like a lot of heartache yeah yeah you have had a lot of heartache yeah but uh, uh, my thing is it's and and you know alex i'm sure i'm sure you can agree there, there becomes a moment where you just realize it, it that's life uh, and that uh, you know and, and and that is what what it is and and you have to understand that and and sometimes it is really really shit like like and it's about how you progress from that you know and do you are you going to be one of those people that, that looks on it and you go woe is me and you know oh this bad shit happens to me and and that's why someone should feel sorry for me or, or anything like that or are you going to be someone that's like you know this is the situation i feel i feel like there's an equal and opposite to it so mm. like obviously it's so shit but then out the other side mm. you can actually take so much positive yeah i feel like you have to like almost deconstruct and break down something to then yeah build out like better definitely type of thing. that's why therapy is such an amazing thing yeah therapy is amazing i do it every week yes yeah, I, I do it every single week but right, i watched your um which i think it was silent emergency right yeah, yeah. oh man yeah I, I, did i say I, did i send you a message after that maybe i didn't yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, honestly man i was yeah. it, it, it it touched me and i sure a lot of people but just for me personally it touched me in so many ways and Thanks, man. the way you navigated it yeah. It's unfreaking believable. Yeah. Like, and for anyone who, I mean, you can explain. Yeah, no, I, I, I lost, I lost my best mate to, to suicide. And like, when I say unexpected, like, just unbelievable. If I was to line up every single person was that was at really my friend group, yeah, genuinely, like, if I put twenty people that I knew, I would have put Joe last. Um, so Joe was my, my, produ- my radio producer. He's my best, best friend. Like, you know, those people that you work with but also go out with. You know, mm-hmm. which is, it, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 it's hard. 
Um, so, you know, together every day, you know, he sat next to me every day in the radio studio for the, the whole time I've ever been doing it. And then one day, you know, he doesn't turn up for work and, and by eight o'clock whilst I'm still doing the show live, I find out he's gone. Oh my uh, god! And you know, and and one of our team has has found him, and and that's you were live at the time. Yeah. Oh my god, Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, th- I mean, the thing is, is that we thought we were going over there to wake him up, you know. So, so you know, I'm kind of texting him, and I'm seeing it go to one tick on WhatsApp and those types of things. And you know, to be honest, I thought he just overslept. You know, thought thought that was the case, but it was it, that for me was i don't know i i kind of went into uh like protection mode for the rest of the team at that point like because i don't know like i just went into okay what's the formality here need to do this what what do we do but it took me a long time to 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 grieve over that because i hated him for months the first half of me making that documentary i would wake up every day right Hand on heart, I'd wake up every day and say, you prick. Like, I was like, and, and be like, oh, have you done me like that? Your mum, your dad, your brother, your, your sister, sorry. Uh, and all your friend group, have you done that? Like, like when I, I know that if I'd had one conversation, I would have been able to, to speak to him. You know, I had always been, I'd, you know, as I'm sure a lot of guys that, that, and the stats don't lie, a lot of guys, you know, even statistically within this room, guys think about suicide and, and, and have a moment in their life where, where they feel like they're on that edge a lot more than people think. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I was very open with Joe about my own thing about that. That's what another reason why I was like, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I think that, I think from that, it just became, I don't know, like this kind of, I, I had to, I knew I had to get over it and I, and I knew the best way. And again, this is using, you know, our, our luck in, in our industry to be able to say, you know what, I, I do have the ability to go and meet a professor, to go and meet someone that's tried to, to, to take their own life, someone that's, you know, on the, the mend, all these types of things. And I can do that via a TV show. And if I do that via a, a TV show or a documentary, it's going to help me because I feel like, one, I feel like I'm satisfying a creative need in my brain, but I'm also giving myself therapy. Yeah, but there's a great bit, which um, uh, which I thought, it, someone told me once, right? Mm. It's very easy for us to sit here and yeah. say, let's get over the stigma of mental health. Yeah, It's very different to say, I have depression, I have anxiety. And what you did yeah. in that documentary is you said, I have had it, which yeah. is, which for me was, yeah, okay, you're making, you're, you're making a, a, a documentary about your friend and raising awareness, and that's amazing, but you also pointed the, the audience towards you, yeah, and yeah. that is a hard thing to do, because there was a moment in it, and, and, and I honestly like, applauded you, because you know, I, I've had my anxiety and different things, yeah, and yeah. I, you know, I, I, at one point when I had severe anxiety, I had to use medication, because I was just yeah. in an awful place. Of course. Um, you, there was a moment in it where you mentioned your... your uh, cetrine, I think it was that, that you yeah cetrine, yeah, yeah. Cetrine that you take and and to me I always and maybe I'm wrong in this but I thought you were like no now's the time that I need to stand up and set and I don't think even producers or anyone knew that no. you were going to do that and I think you just suddenly went fuck it I'm going to do this because it needs to happen yeah well to be honest with you I was like I had had like real like stuff kind of going on in my own life like in you know, the early days of me doing the breakfast show like you know like when, when you, 
it's not a normal thing to see yourself on a on a billboard or a bus or anything oh, yeah, like that. It's not at all. Right? Yeah. And I was like going from like like whoa, there's this massive expectation that I'm this super happy, always up guy. And it's like, and then I come home and I'm like, I don't feel like that, you know? And it's like, so I would have these like huge kind of demons in my own head about that. And you know, where I fit, you know, am I good enough or those types of things? Like so many guys do. Always. Right? And imposter syndrome, man, it comes yeah, out with everyone. With every, absolutely everyone. And I think that from that, what happened was I, I got myself in such a state and I, and I remember I got in a really dark place where I, I'd kind of planned out how I was going to take my own life, right? Wow. And, and, and it wasn't good. Uh, and, and, you know, and I ended up, my mum kind of calls me and this whole thing happens. But I, after that, my, you know, my agent, who is my, one of my best friends, right? You know, she's been with me since the beginning. You know, she knew about that. And I, and I kind of, at the time, I was like, oh shit, like, you know, I'm a bit worried, like, because if that ever came out, then people are just going to be like, what does this kid know about this, this and that? Like, it's not a great look and I'm at the start of my career and it's already, you know, talking about depression and things like that. And, you know, we kind of both agreed and I personally agreed. And I was like, look, let's just leave that. If someone brings up mental health with me at the minute, I'm not there to talk about it. I'm not ready to talk about it. As soon as Joe died, I was like, fuck that. I like, like I can't, how can I go out there and make a documentary about someone else and sit on a lie? And, and be like, oh, I don't really know about it. Tell me about it. But it's also mirroring almost like how annoyed you were at him for not speaking. Yeah. Like, it's just being honest, I guess. 100%. Like, yeah, but and it's so brave, man. It really is because you're, I think so many people, especially, you host a radio show. You're meant yeah. to be this upbeat person you said every day, but actually everyone has their struggles. Even yeah. someone who's on the radio and the fact that you were able to go out there and say that about yourself. Because... Uh, uh, for many years, I didn't say anything. I, I, you yeah. know, everyone in this yeah. room, I'm sure, didn't say stuff. And you said it not only you said it in in such an exposing, great way. Yeah, but I th but, but to be honest, it was what 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 I realised midway through that that um, making the doc is that we're not making a doc about suicide. We're making a doc about friendship. And like you say, the hardest the hardest thing to do for I don't know the thing I used to hate is I hate people saying. Um, you know, oh, uh, if you're sad and you feel down, you should talk to someone. Fuck, like, that's so hard, man. Mm. Like, that's the hardest thing. So what what the message needs to, where the message needs to go towards is those people's friends. Like, the, the onus needs to come away from the person that's already struggling. Don't put more pressure on them to talk. Get the friends around them. The friends should be talking around them. The friends should be, you know, like helping one another. And, and that's what I learned. You know, I meet the lads in... Reading in the documentary who, mm. you know, and, and they're like, you know, I'm, I said to them, like, you know, they lost their close friend. I said, how do you look after each other now? And, and they say, we make a kind of vow to one another that we will ask each other, are you okay twice? You know, and that's where that kind of two okay thing came from in the doc, because these lads have kind of taken it on themselves to look after their friends. They're not saying to their mate, you know, talk to me. They're not, they're like, I will get it out of you. Jeez, man, and that's 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 a really important. I like thing, that I too, because like the f if you say you're right to someone, it doesn't actually mean you're right. Like, but why? It should you? be the most know, important thing. Yeah. It's it, I guess it's just rewriting like cultural sort of yeah. norms, isn't it? Really? Yeah. But but what's weird is that it, that's only within British language. It is. Yes. Yeah, you go to America. Thing, yeah. You go to America. You go back to LA or anything like that, and you go, "Hey, how are you?" They go oh my God, thanks so much for asking. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> and do. they'll tell you. I know. You know? I know. Why in the UK do we have this sort of, 
um, attitude to just to, to hold ourselves Hundreds high. of years of like stiff upper lips sort of yeah. conditioning really. It's, think, it's, it's mad. No, I, I, and I'm sure you got us. I just honestly, I thought it was. Um, nah, thank you very much. Dude, man. I thought it was it was more than fab actually. I thought it was just amazing. And, it's cool, yeah. and, and it just, I think it resonated with so many people, especially just men. Like guys, we just don't freaking talk about anything. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Like we, we do, we just don't, we just don't say it because we're worried what people are going to think or we're going to lose our jobs or yeah. we're going to be this and that. The scary, the scariest thing, right? And, and, and I'll give you, uh, give you some, some loose facts. And, and this is the thing that made me go. And, I, and hopefully, like, I scared someone that's listening to this now. 70%, around 70% of men that take their own life don't even think mental health exists or that they have any form of mental health problem. 70%? Oh, yeah, around, around that, I think just over. And that is because one of a lack of education around mental health, which is why it needs to start yeah. in primary school, not at not at GCSE level, at primary school, right? And that is because men, us as men, we see it as it's a means to an end. Life isn't where it is right now, so therefore I want to I want to press reset. And and that is so bad. Like mm. you know, it's if, an if, instant relief to solve. If you are if you are um, any form of therapy, if you if you accept it and you go, I'm I'm actually quite struggling here, you decrease your chances of being in a high risk category so much if you've never shown any sign of, of mental health in your opinion and you kind of don't really think it exists you're in a high risk category because you're now in a world in london where you know in somewhere like london where it's a constant treadmill you're told you've got to be better 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 oh better. man i know you know and 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 that is unfortunately what it is it's as simple as that it's as simple as i don't feel like i'm where i should be in life and God, that for anyone so, listening is is no reason there is always a, another option i spoke to this canadian girl weirdly the other day who said i i don't know how uh, men live in london she said this she said, yeah. it's, it's so competitive it's such a treadmill mm. uh, do you find that you i do it all the time at the yeah. moment do you do you compare yourself to others a lot um i don't com i don't compare my, i don't compare myself I, I i work myself too hard for sure I, I try never to compare myself, but I definitely have that feeling of if I get off, I'm going to be left behind, mm. which I think is more so that that kind of vibe. You know, I feel like yeah, that's I, exactly I, yeah yeah that. Oh god, if I stop for for half a year, oh, is everything going to go? Yeah, like yeah. like I, in my head, like there's times where where I go, fuck, I I need to just leave the UK for a year yeah, yeah. and just go somewhere or like do anything and you do yoga and just eat leaves yeah, and just do nothing exactly yeah. and not talk because your your job is talking yeah but I'm so, so but I, but to be honest but but then it's a you know it's it's a catch twenty two because I, I'm I want to do that but I'm so scared of doing it because I'm so scared of losing what I have you know and and that's that's what's difficult. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. What makes you happy now, Ray? I don't know. I think I think it's it is being around. It's always being around. You know, those friends that I have since when I was when I was young. I, I said this not too long ago. The happiest place I've ever been in my life. And that, and that if if you are to watch, I've never watched it. I've never watched it back. But I know that if people were to watch it, um, when I was in I'm a celeb, that was me, and that was the happiest I've ever been in my life. Which sounds fucked up. Because you're in a jungle with nothing. <laughs> but I know for a fact that like, that's me. That's Ro. That's that's Roman. That's not, you know, Roman Kemp capital or whatever. And I struggled real hard when I came out of there with, okay, go back to, get get back on the treadmill. I struggled really hard with that uh, because I was like, uh, and I didn't, I didn't want my phone back. I remember I had a huge panic attack because everyone was like, you've got to switch your phone back on. And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, and, but it's weird, you know, so happiness for me, I don't know, but it is, it's somewhere within that realm. That's so interesting. Cause like, obviously it's, you're on a big reality show on doing the jungle, yeah. but like you are just living like, like life. Do you know what I mean? You're waking yeah. up and you're not having to worry about anything, no. which is a way more like innate natural way. And I think where most of these issues come from is we've got a bit of a sick society because we've got to be, our brains are just being bombarded as we wake yeah. up, we're on our phones, just constantly being Exactly. Nailed. I was waking up with, with the natural daylight. I was going to sleep with, with when I was kind of told to go to sleep, you know? I take snapshots in my head of moments, right? Yeah. Uh, one moment, um, I, when I was traveling around South America and I was with my buddies and we're sitting at a bus stop and I had no phone, nothing, and it was in the Guazo Falls. Yeah. And I was like, holy smokes, this is amazing. The other time that I remember, I did a TV show called Hunted, mm -hmm. where we had no phones, nothing, and it was day 12, and we were camping in a field, and I was with my buddy Spencer, and, and it was sunset, and it was a sunny evening, and I was just lying there, and I, and I woke up the next morning, I went, I, I am so happy. Yeah. There was nothing. There was no emails, phones, yeah. alarm clocks, nothing. Yeah, we had one guy with a camera. Follow, but what, it, it's, it was this... Honestly, we complicate our lives, and the simplistic version of ourselves is the happiest person i think uh, on it, uh, like the people who have got it right are the people that don't have phones <laughs> yes yes ed, ed, Sheeran, Sheeran, ed doesn't Sheeran. ed doesn't have a phone and every time i see him he's like gotta give up the phone i was like i can't i was like i don't like i can't like i i, I don't i can't <laughs> what's live, the like, tattoo you on the, on the leg did yeah, he tattoo your leg like, right? ed Sheeran tattooed right yeah like, it like, just says ed was ear <laughs> <laughs> it's like it does and it says 2k7 it wasn't even then 2017 <laughs> so it looks like we did it we were like eight <laughs> so it doesn't even make sense i think i would have been 14 when he had done it if that was the case but he probably but has no, no idea of time because he hasn't had a phone for so yeah long. but but it's a really nice way of living and you know 
so yeah so you know back to your question like in terms of happiness i think for me it is it is that and i will be able to accomplish that at some point in my life it's just when i when i feel like i want to do that we always feel like we're like trying to get to that next bit and then you can chill almost. well that's like yeah definitely but that's also the the main thing that my parents always uh, have pushed to me non-stop and my dad specifically every single time and i think that's where i'm so lucky like my dad calls me every day like every day after a show like he calls me and he's like so great on the show today bro you were so great like you were wicked you know and and i think that uh, that i'm so lucky to have that but what what he always is trying to do is he's trying to make me understand that stop um and realize the the good moments that are there when they are there and enjoy those moments you know because living in the present now. because yeah because because we are in industries where you've got this job but you're now thinking about the next job you're you, yeah this is going well right now but where does it then go where does it then go and then after that and after that and after that you know my dad my dad's like you know don't don't worry about the jobs that you don't have. They're not there. They will come. Enjoy the ones that you do have. You know, make sure you go into the show every day and think, fuck, look what I do for a living. This is amazing. You know, and enjoy that day. And he's so right. You know, he's so right. That is insane. I want to ask you one more question um, because I think it's it's a good question. I was saying, are you okay at the moment? Yeah, no, I am actually I am actually okay. I think, like, thank you very much. I'm very good. Dude, I think it's a nice thing to do. Like, we chat about it and to ask yeah. each other. I think you and I do that a lot of the time. And yeah, I want to ask you as well, just yeah. to make sure. Yeah, I think it's a great thing to do. No, I think, no, I, th I, th I think so. It, my, my honest answer is I think so. I, I, you know, and, and, and that's just, I'm fortunate enough to be able to, to, be able to go to a therapist i'm fortunate enough to be able to speak to my friends and and do those types of things you know i'm still i mean you know in any form anyone in this room would know grieving is like such a weird thing and, and it will just come at you just like that you'll be having a great day and then one thing and that's it uh, and it, it's you know and I, and I always go back to when you know that for me is you know what i experienced last year was you know the the most traumatic thing I've ever gone through in my life. And I'm learning that that's going to creep back. And I remember asking 17 year old lads who had lost their, their best mate when they were 14 to suicide, 14 year old lad. And I said to them like, how do I make it better? When does it get better? And the only thing they said is that it never does. And it was so upfront with me, these kids. And they were like, they were like, it never gets better. But what you understand is you understand each day how to deal with it. And you take each day to understand, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll come across that I'll come across that I'll come across that and it's armoring you for each of those days uh, and learning how to deal with it so yeah I think that's just kind of where I'm at I think you know and, and tr trying to take things in you know and, and just kind of do the jobs that make me happy and not the ones that I'm trying to do because this might get me this and this and this that's it Remember, dude, honestly man that was just insane. That was good fun. Dude, I really appreciate that more than anything. Listen, you can listen to you on Capital, Ra Capital Breakfast every single yeah. day. You go and check out everything you're doing. You've got like TV shows left, right and centre at the moment. I, I hear you're, yeah. you're going to be doing something else soon as well, which is Yeah, there's, 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 a, there's a couple of things coming out. We've got, we've got quite a cool um, quite a cool little football show that's, that's coming. Have but, you but watched that? What is surrounding it? mental health. I, I, like I want to tell you How more, excited are I you for that one? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, really. But, you know, because again, it's, you know, it's talking to, to footballers who are... Wow, you know, man. And, and that's, that's, a, that's a big, big thing in terms of like, you know, mental, you know, because I think it's still a, a massive taboo around that kind of world. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's, there's a lot, but it's, uh, it's all good. But thanks so much. Oh, dude, listen, I, 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 I cannot appreciate it more. Your honesty, your openness, 
and you know you're just a wicked dude man so i just really appreciate it i'll give you, you want one more funny story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. come on give it to me this is a story this is to take the the, the tone, <laughs> the tone down, back, okay, okay. back down okay, okay, that's right, after want. such an ethereal thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i remember one of the first times one of the first times i ever went into like an std clinic right the first time I ever went in for a checkup, you know, you're going for a sexual yeah, health clinic 100%. all the time, right? It's the right thing to do. And uh, <laughs> so saying I, that, buddy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of bad. Um, no, but uh, no, I, I went, I went, I went into the sexual health clinic and I'm like, I was, I was only just kind of like, uh, you know, I was, I was a bit, a bit nervous about it. And like, I remember going in there and I didn't know what was going on. It was like a little bit red down there. And I was like, Oh no, what's kind of going on? Like, that's literally your inner voice. As well. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Am I going to die? Like all these types of things. Is it going to fall off? And I remember I went and went in and I'm like, you know, I'm seeing all these doctors come out and you know, they call your name. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. And then like a couple of a couple of doctors come out and it's like, you know, they look like lovely, lovely women or just like nice guys and all those types of things. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then all of a sudden I hear, Roman. And I look up and it's this big, burly geezer, right? Phil Mitchell. Like, mean as fuck, right? Mean as fuck. And I'm like, okay. So I get up there. And this is like the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. I don't know if this is legal, right? <laughs> Right? I walk in there. I walk in there and then I go, um I go, yeah, so it's kind of red. Um and then like you kind of show him your penis and then like so I, I get my dick out and I kinda like I show him I show him and he just goes he he like goes in close because he's gotta go in close. He goes in close, he looks back, stands up, slaps it. Oh, slaps it right Shut up. slaps it Sorry. like it's like one part of it's in his hand the next part of it he just goes now nah, you're fine shut up because ah, it's just skin irritation you're fine <laughs> Roman. Roman, thank you so much for listening everyone see you next week bye bye those are the episodes that i love yeah it was um it was deep. It was a bit of a journey. It went very quickly. I was very engrossed. Were you engrossed in that one? Mm. I feel like we're yeah. engrossed in all of them at the moment. Yeah. No, it was it was, uh, it was emotional talking about stuff that we touched upon. So, you know. I'm doing that technique. <sighs> you need to ask me like a poignant question okay. first. You can't just not speak. Are you uh, are you dating anyone at the moment? Um, no, I'm not actually. I'm in love with a houseplant. So I am dating essentially. Um, she's got big, big green leaves. She loves a bit of soil. She likes getting dirty. And uh, oh god, I'm welling up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, we're going to be back for another bonus episode next week with all of the gossip, all of the fun, all of the stories, wedding chat, mitten being sober, all those kind of things. Get ready for it every single Wednesday without fail. And then we're back again on every single Friday as always. Thank you for listening. Subscribe. Leave us some comments. Send us some stories at Private Podcast. Um, have a great weekend. Have a great day. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.